Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Jean Omlor. Jean, you are found on the web at jeanomlor.com. We've got the link directly to your website in the show notes. And Jean, you are a business uh, profit strategist for coaches, consultants, your coach yourself. Jean, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Josh. Yeah, and, and I'll let you kind of explain who you work with and, and the work that you end up doing with, with your clients in the world. Sure. So I work with, we work because I have a team with coaches and consultants and certain service providers. And some of these people are just have a passion for coaching or consulting, but have never started up before. So we'll start them. And some are very, very seasoned coaches and consultants. And what we do is we help them to maximize their client acquisition without having to pay for ads. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. And, and so how does one do this? How do we do it? Well, basically, I have cracked a code on what's called organic marketing. And a lot of people know what this is, and a lot of people don't know what that is. And basically, all that means is there's two types of advertising. There's paid, which is paid advertising, like ads on Google, LinkedIn, or wherever. And there's unpaid, and this is called organic. So we're helping people to leverage their mere uh, social media profiles to get clients from that, and, and you know, a system of, of content and really showing people highlighting exactly what you do for them without paying for ads. Yeah. What are most people doing on social by comparison to what you would advise? I feel like a lot of people are chasing a lot of shiny objects and they're trying to cover a lot of bases. And when somebody says I'm trying to throw cast a wide net, I shudder. So really what we're helping people to do is to focus on one, like you focus, it seems to me like on podcasting, right? Now podcasting is also organic marketing. Um, and sometimes I tell my clients, you know, maybe start, start a podcast, but that's not really what we focus on. To answer your question, I feel like most people are just trying to be everywhere. And what they're doing is they're spreading themselves really thin rather than focusing on one thing, going deep and mastering it. So um, the key and what really works and what's worked for me, because I've scaled to almost 3 million without ads, is to find one platform, go deep, master it, learn how to talk to people, learn how to get sales, learn how to serve them without being all over the place, because people that are scattered, they're not compelling for other people. You know, the people that have the most influence are those that are the most focused, that are the most present. And you can tell when somebody's just all over the place and stressed out and running around, this is not compelling for people to want to coach with you even. So it's really about you know, what's the platform I'm starting on? Really go deep, learn how to talk to people, learn how to serve, and then you integrate another thing. So I call it integration. And my whole way of doing business and helping my clients is to do one thing well, and then get that wheel spinning, you know, plate spinning in the air, and then you get another thing, and then you integrate. 
Yeah. Um, and so what would be an example of like, let's say we're looking at someone's social media feed and you're like, yeah, because uh, I think we can all recognize it uh, of someone that just it's it's not attracting the kind of business that they probably would like. Mm-hmm. Like what, what might how might that look like? What kind of what does what the content end up looking like? Okay, so the first thing we do is we do help people to make that compelling. And the word I'm using more now is to intrigue people, because I've realized that that we've gone further now. It's not enough just to provide value. The providing value went on for a few years, and I always thought that was kind of vanilla. So now, now it is to compel people, to fascinate, to intrigue. And the intrigue part is the important part, because when you intrigue people, it means, oh, you know, I'm intrigued. I want to learn more. So the first thing is the messaging. I call it the dolphin call. People aren't getting that right. What people need to know within two seconds, what you do for whom, what you do. So so if there's like, you know, some jargon like made for more, I don't know what that person does if they have a jargon like, you know, slogan made for more. Are they coaching women? Are they coaching uh, you know, moms? Are they coaching men? Are they relationship coach? What does that mean? So it really is now very important that people get their dolphin call, like, you know, the frequency of dolphins, that I'm a dolphin and my avatar's a dolphin. And I'm going to get that dolphin call, right? So they're like, yes, there's my dolphin. That's important. Also, um, just, you know, very clear on what they do and also the content. Once you get the dolphin call and, you know, the visuals have to look good and a sense of seriousness and presence that, you know, you can kind of tell when somebody's sort of kind of there, right? You feel it in the energy that they're there, they're stating what they do. It's very confident. And then the content is, you know, what I call micro authority. You know, they have influencers and micro influencers mm-hmm. and authority and micro authority, meaning you're not small, but you're an authority on your own timeline. You're an authority on your stage and the timeline of each social media profile is your stage. And you got to really command that stage and control that frame. Yeah. Um, and so someone might uh, look at this and go, whew, this sounds like it's going to be a lot of work, um, you know, I, or, or maybe, you know, along with that, uh, you know, that perception that it's a lot of work, maybe it's a lot of activity that they're not really excited about, like they typically maybe have struggled with what to say, what to do on social, or uh, you know, again, just kind of the final part of this, maybe they've attempted some experiments that like, ah, I feel like I, that's kind of what I was doing and I didn't really get anything out of it. Like, what would you, what would you communicate to that person? I hear this all the time. That's sort of like saying, you know, I want to learn piano and I got a piano and I didn't get lessons and I bought a book and it really didn't work for me. Well, of course it didn't. You had no direction and no teaching or coaching. So and it's like anything in life. And it's quite a, kind of a joke with me, Josh, and people that know me, because, I mean, we all agree, the only thing in life that people expect to be good at with no training, no coaching is business. Mm. They didn't expect to be good at sports with no coaching. They didn't expect to be good at going to university without lecturers and getting the books and studying and going to the lectures or, or doing the homework. Yeah, They certainly didn't expect to be good at music without coaching and training and teaching. So for some reason, there's this thing that people think that they're just going to be a business person with no coaching or training and they're just going to dabble i know that didn't work of course it didn't work and i'm here to tell people it's not that hard it's really just about doing it right and getting some direction and it's way easier than uh you know doing sports because Mm -hmm. getting up at four o'clock in the morning and plunging into an ice cold pool for years of your life that's pretty hard 
you know, and being told you, you kind of keep going and, you know, playing football or tennis or anything they're playing or anything they've ever done in their lives. When I mean, a lot of people are very accomplished in this life. And I find it quite funny that they'll do all sorts of stuff and have grit and put the reps in, but then they become a business person yeah. and they go, Oh, that's hard. They expect it overnight. Yeah. Right. About um, let's see Tuesday, what about three, four days ago, I just got a bass guitar and I've been wanting to be able to play on stage, you know, and rock and, you know, it, I, I've just never really committed. And so uh, my plan, I just got one. I'm like, listen, I, I'm at that point, like I'm ready for it. Like this is a good time of my life. And, uh, you know, I'm able to kind of jam with my son and stuff, but I, I don't know a thing. Like I am absolutely like such a noob. Um, but you know, I, what I did is I just, I locked and loaded with six months of lessons right. and I know that it's probably going to take about six months for me to develop a comfort where maybe it would be appropriate for me to perform in front of, of, of other people before then it's okay. It's not right or wrong. I'm just new. I'm just new at this thing. Exactly. So I expect that I'm not going to be awesome right now, but I'm going to keep at it. I mean, we see the same thing with podcasting, with YouTube, with, you know, anyone else that, that has a goal. And, and it's interesting, right? Because I, you know, the way that you said it, it, it does sound fairly ridiculous to say, well, that's it. The piano doesn't work. We know that's not true because other people have, you know, kind of just kind of stuck with it with a little tenacity and they got it. Um, right. I guess the thing is, you know, we don't want to get going down the wrong track, um, mm -hmm. you know, so that would be kind of like approaching the piano and, you know, you're, you're playing backwards or something like that. Or here, you know, the, the whole time you've been playing, your, your piano has been wildly out of tune or something like that. Um, how can we avoid uh, or what are some of those mistakes if we're like, okay, great, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. Um, be a little bit more, you know, thoughtful or concerted, um, you know, with the content I share. But what are some of those indicators to let us know we're on right track or wrong track? Well, this is the thing. I, I just pay for coaching immediately in every, anything I do because I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to go down the round track. And also what kills people in their mindset, not kills, but what really is a killer is the uncertainty of whether they're doing it right. So even if they thought maybe they were on the right track. The good thing about coaching is that, you know, okay, I got that right. So it's that whole thing of not knowing that, like, say you got, you know, your, your guitar and you started sort of practicing. You'd be like, ah, oh, I wonder if I'm doing this right. So you can't go all in unless you know you're kind of on the right. You can't, you can't go. You'd be like, well, maybe I'm not. So it creates hesitation. And hesitation, again, is not a strong thing to come out with. That is not going to attract people. If you're kind of like, well, I'm just, going to try and maybe, I don't know. And some people that have worked with us, I've been like, actually, that is the right track. They're like, oh, I just needed to know that. Just need to know. And now we're going to make that better. Right. And then they're like full steam ahead because they were sort of tentative because they weren't sure. So it's really about what you don't know. You don't know. Right. So I don't know how to tell people to gauge where they're on the right track, except for this. If you're getting clients, you're on the right track. Okay. So that's how you know you're on the right track. If your content's working and people are coming to you and booking calls, yes, you're on the right track, hands down. I would not doubt that. I'd say, well, that's working. What it, what's, you know, what's working, we don't fix it. We can make it better. We can make you get more clients. But I'd say you're on the right track if people are responding to your content and saying, hey, I want to speak with you. Then you're definitely on the right track. And John, there's the likelihood that, you know, if you start focusing your social in a certain direction, you may find uh, less engagement with some 
of your audience. And mm -hmm. don't don't get freaked out when that happens. Like if they're not interested, if you're used to just, you know, for me, I don't like on my personal Facebook, I don't share a lot of business. I don't need to, but let's say that I really wanted to drive up business there. Mm -hmm. I'm probably, I'm going to be shifting gears a little bit, it, it sounds like. And like, you just have to accept that that's, you know, that's a natural filter that's going in place. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, kind of part of the decision-making process, I guess. Well, this is the big thing that people don't get. And they, they, they don't like me when I say this, or they, they're like, nah, you know, engagement does not always equal clients. No, it doesn't. Like when I first got on LinkedIn, I got hardly any engagement. Actually, I wasn't even posting content on LinkedIn when I first got there, but I was getting clients. So, so, you know, and then you'll go somewhere and get a ton of engagement. Like some, some people I know, they get so much engagement. They have so many followers. Then I speak with them and they're like, yeah, but I have no clients. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so really this whole thing about obsessing about engagement, engagement's great. Sure. But it is not clients. It doesn't equal clients. If you're doing it together and you're getting engagement and getting clients, great. But a lot of people go for the engagement, but they do not know how to engage that person to interest and intrigue them enough for that person to want more information about their services. And that's a problem. So then they say, oh my gosh, Sean, you know, I have all this engagement. I'm like, yeah, but you have no clients. So there's some piece missing where they don't know how to leverage the engagement to get clients. And that's, I've seen that a lot as well. Yeah. Your website is jeanmalore.com. Uh, and, and specific, what's that again? Almalore. Omlore, jeanomlore.com. <laughs> and yes. and uh, specifically, you have a pretty good page um, if you click on reviews uh, right. That, right. that has some, but give, give us some indications like what engagement looks like. What is that? Engagement for me? Yeah, yeah. like, so when someone wants to work with you and like, okay, oh. well, I like what you're saying. I don't, uh, you know, how does that engagement look? Like, how do you right. work with well, well, basically we get on a call just first of all, to make sure that they're a fit. And I, I won't work with people unless we're a hundred percent sure, certain that we can help you. That's my whole rule. So we don't just take anyone. We take people that are a fit and that we can hundred percent, hundred percent help. And we have a 12 week group one-on-one -on -one program. And I was just thinking before I got on this, that people really need, really need customization. Often I'll want a service and it's like, you get this. And I'm like, yeah, but I need it customized. So we do customize because it depends on what the offer, the coach or consultant or service provider has, what platform they're going to be on. So we have some group and we have five coaches that coach on various things that you're going to need, but then we do one-on-one -on -one and we do customize to make sure that it's going to work for every single person coming in. So we have a year program and we have a 12 week program. And it looks like, uh, you know, in terms of results, I mean, it's going to depend on what your assets are likely coming into this, you know, what, you know, what's your history uh, with your audience, you know, what type of engagement, you know, what volume, you know, how many folks do you have, um, that can certainly be a, a significant variable. Um, but what would be uh, some examples specifically of like um, a, a particular person that you worked with and, and kind of what they experienced when they started being more thoughtful about uh, how and what they were communicating. And again, specifically when we're talking about thoughtful, I'm just kind of using that as code, right? I, I think it's it's being more intentional about this is you, this is me, 
here's because <laughs> as I'm kind of looking at your social media, kind of getting a feel for what obviously you follow your own advice. And so you, you seem to be pretty specific. In other words, right. um, what I like, John, about what you do is, listen, it's cool if you're not my audience and you're watching this, you, you seem to be kind of okay with that not necessarily being who you're communicating with. You know so what? just being you're... deliberate and specific about who exactly in your audience, maybe it's a persona, right? It's like there's Lisa is in my social media audience and I am talking to Lisa. I'm thinking about what Lisa wants, needs more than anything. And I'm going to try to provide as much value as I can to her and connect with her and help her and then hopefully inspire her. Hey, we should probably have a conversation. Right. Okay. So lots is, I'm going to unpack that quickly. Um, first of all, you are correct. I do talk to coaches and consultants more, uh, you know, that's my avatar. However, I do have a mission just to help people. And that is why you will see a lot of my stuff applies to just entrepreneurs, because I also used to coach all sorts of brick and mortar CEOs. And mm. I have a very high end offer for high level CEOs, but they're not really watching my Instagram. That's, that's not where they are. However, I do have a mission to help people. So that's why everything I do will apply to coaches and consultants for sure. But a lot of it, people will get value no matter what. Because I get a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, I'm not a coach, but I just love what you said about that mindset. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to address something. And I really want to say this because everybody has the wrong impression. All right. Not about me, about things. I have coaches come in who have never coached before, who have no content out there, have never had an offer have never made any money coaching and I help them position very quickly. And some of those people, one of my clients came in, she'd been thinking about coaching for four years. I helped her to get to almost $11,000 in one week. And then she got to 30K in one month. So it's not always about, it's not about the velvet rope folks. It's just, it really isn't. So I don't want to discourage people that, oh, you know, Jean's saying we have to have all, you don't. When I first got on social media, nobody knew me. My friends were wondering what the heck I was doing all of a sudden on Facebook. And I started getting clients with almost no content, not known at all, nothing. I was just, they just, I just got clients with very little. So my message is there is no velvet rope. I am not a gatekeeper. It's not my personality. My personality and what I'm trying to help people with is to get rid of the gates, to get rid of the velvet rope that you can't go in that nightclub because you have to look good and blah, blah, blah. You know, it doesn't matter what you look like either. It really doesn't. What matters is that people understand that you can help them, the people that you're helping. And even if you find one person, now you have a high ticket client because I get people from zero to high ticket. So these people have never coached before and I don't make them do the training wheel thing of, oh, you got to get $80 clients. It's like, we're going to go straight for high ticket. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. really? I'm like, yes, because yeah. we instill yeah. belief in them. So you can do this. Now, of course, we have seasoned coaches. Sometimes the seasoned coaches are doing less well than the newbie coaches because they started with us. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. a lot of this is just you can do this. There's no gate. There's no gatekeeper. There's no velvet rope. It doesn't matter. We're going to get you out there. We're going to fix everything, even if you don't know anybody and you're going to get high ticket clients. That's the yeah. message. Uh, Jean Omlor. Uh, one more time. Omlor. The pronunciation was on the first or second syllable. Say your last name again. Omlor. Yeah, jeanumlord.com uh, forward slash reviews. Um, when somebody goes to your website, what would you recommend they do? I recommend they just go straight to the reviews because there are 
hundreds of client interviews with me and the clients. So you, you can see then how I speak to my clients. And I actually think, Josh, it's really important that people see how we all interact with our actual clients that speak to volumes. And then there's a hundreds of client results, reviews, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. John, it's been great having you again, johnmlore.com. Click on reviews, watch reviews, and then there's a uh, button right there. You could book a session. So John, it's been a great conversation. Thank you so much for having joined us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.